This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Shalom and welcome to Practical Spirituality here in Jerusalem. In, uh, uh, I'm in Nachlaot. Uh, sun is setting over my house right outside that window. Sorry about the lighting. I guess I can probably fix it a little. And um, yeah, that might be a little better for now. Right underneath my mother's painting that um, sits in our dining room. And um, yeah, so today's class. Here's the deal. Um, and, and also, I just want to send my thoughts and wishes out to everybody. Um, I'm also in isolation here uh, with my family because Jerusalem's on full lockdown. And uh, uh, our whole community here in Jerusalem is. Uh, you know, it's eerie and, and like, uh, it's like an apocalyptic post, it's like a post-nuclear holocaust uh, experience outside. Uh, no one's really out there. Rare individuals are going out just to go get supplies. Um, it's unenforced, you know, like cops walking around. Cops are checking on stores, though, just to make sure people are close. Um, really crazy times. Um, I imagine it's crazy for all of you, and um, and everyone I just can tell you, just hang in there, man. We got a, we seem to have a ways to go, and uh, and obviously the stuff that so much of what was like solid and what, or what we thought was solid is gone. So so everyone has to take stock on what is uh, what is still solid, and things that are still solid are things like. Um, Things like uh, you, <laughs> your your presence is still solid, and your um, your uh, relationship with God is still solid, and uh, prayer. Prayer is a good opportunity now to make solid those who've been like kind of in the the synagogue rush type prayer. Uh, you got a chance to slow it down quite a bit. Um, I myself just came from an hour of meditation in Tefillin, and um, you know, like that's 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 going solid, and and uh, and our relationship to Torah study is uh, now it's probably a good time to take on some other goal. And if you didn't jump on the Daf Yomi, so jump on now. You know, we're only uh, so far into what uh, we're holding in. In Shabbos, but we're, we're not that far in. We're in the teens, I think. Uh, maybe you test. I, I got to check. Learn today's doc. Um, anyway, we are. This is a chance for greater quality within. Most of my live feeds have been about the um, about how we've been relating to this thing on the macro, like what's the macro hashkafic uh, situation going on. But but there's there's also the. Um, there's also the micro, and that's, uh, you know, all, all of us that have let our, kind of our public inter- interaction kind of govern the way we interact with the world, um, and with God, and with Torah, and with mitzvahs, and with prayer, and all that. So now, now that we're all kind of indoors, the question is, how can we, how, there's a chance to slow it all down, and do, start approaching things properly, and approaching things with patience, and etc. is also the, how we're approaching family, how we're interacting with all of them, and, and also a lot of people who, uh, you know, those, those with black attitude might be dealing with a bit of family uh, 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 um, 
overcrowding in their homes. Um, it's giving us all a good chance to, to work on ourselves and, and you know, how we express ourselves when we're frustrated and things like that. Um, the Anyway, but today's class is, is all about our own personal contribution. Um, so let's focus on that a little while. We are... Um, I want to discuss contribution in general. You know, let's use this crisis as a diving board, you know, as a platform made to jump off a, a um, springboard, as they say, to contribution. Now, every human being has two purposes in their lives. They're born with the... Um, they're born with... Um, with their uh, macro job, uh, let's let's. I'm going to keep it Jewish for now. Your macro job is to, you know, is to pray and make lessons and do mitzvahs and all, all the stuff that we do. That's your macro job. That's being Jewish. But then there's your micro job, which is being Jewish. It's it's being you. Like what what is your specific contribution? You know, every person was born with a specific contribution. That's why. You, your personality is the way it is. That's why you're good at the things you're good at. That's why you're um, not good at the other things. You know, like like there's things that are for you to do, and and also there's things. Excuse me. There's things that bother you that just don't bother other people about society, and that's probably saying that you're supposed to fix that thing. Like that's the problem you've been getting. And some problems are automatic. Like you see, you see that the lady can't reach the overhead compartment, so. <laughs> Get up and help her, you know. But but there's also situations where where it's like this overarching kind of macro thing that's always bothered you about the world that's unique to you that it, that it bothers you. Like for example, my, I know what mine is. Mine is that people don't connect. Um, you know, people not connecting properly, and that's always bothered me. I mean, that's just it's just always been bothering me since I'm a, since I'm a child, and uh, and therefore that's what I'm here to fix. Um, what's your contribution? Now, let's talk for a second on why it's a spring, why the virus is a springboard for your contribution. Um, let's talk about what stops you from fulfilling your contribution, or perhaps what stops you from even knowing it in the first place. And and I think that's an important place to be. And that, and what is that? And the answer is is that there's two major things that come with contribution. One is it's going to fail many times. You know, if, uh, if I can think of everything I've ever chosen to contribute, they've, I've, I've botched it a bunch of times before I figured out how to do it effectively. So that's number one is failure. You're going to fail many times. And uh, that's one. And two is that you are um, you're, uh, likely going to face ridicule and sadly, probably ridicule from the people who are closest to you, which is a little weird because you'd think the people who, are, people who are closest to you would be behind you on it. But the problem is is that they're dealing with their own public embarrassment and the fact that someone they're um, you know, that closely related to is making this contribution in the world is, is, can be embarrassing and it can be like, you know, why can't you be normal like everybody else? And... and um, so the reason why I want this virus to be a springboard for this is because of the latter, really, is the what other people think of you, the fear of rejection. 
Um, we've all been put in isolation now. It's not like our fear of rejection is very strong compared to usual. We're not in public. Uh, all the people that we wonder what they think of us aren't around. Um, most of us are not with our, our family members other than our immediate family. Just reminding people who are on the Zoom feed to turn on your cameras so I feel like I've got somewhat of an audience that will generate me more than just staring into a camera. And I appreciate Kyle and Gedalia for having your cameras on. Um, anyway, uh, so the so then there's the so then there's the um, the question of of you know there's no question of what everyone thinks of you right now because n- no one's even around you right now, and so it gives you a chance to start thinking about what your contribution is. Now you can actually die. Um, a, a mini death every time you get fail or every time you get embarrassed, and so um, one of the one of the ways I'm able to contribute a lot is of all the mini deaths I've had and embarrassing moments and and um, you know I've had plenty of those and and uh, and failures that those are all like mini deaths and after you died enough times you just stop caring about dying so much. And uh, um, I think people who have never died those mini deaths or have those mini deaths as like, um, you know, the term they use usually is the dragon. It's like facing your dragons. And, uh, you know, we got to go out and slay the dragon of our lives. And, and we are, what happens is the dragon's quite little. Like if you just go slay it and slay it and slay it. I mean, if you go, tr- if you contribute and fail and contribute and fail and contribute and fail and you just keep contributing and failing and, and people are ridiculing it. So you're, you're slaying the dragon kind of each time you go out there and make that effort. Um, whereas people who don't do that at all, the dragon just gets bigger and bigger and bigger until you're just afraid to go out at all to even fail once or to get rejected once. And so it's funny, the, the dragon's quite small if you just go out and slay it, but, it's, uh, but it gets bigger and bigger if you don't. Um, and, and all the more so the fear of getting, getting eaten or getting eaten by that dragon, meaning the fear of death gets stronger and stronger. You'll notice, by the way, that people who have found their contribution are the least scared of death than the rest of the population. Um, you'll find... Uh, People like Mel- Nelson Mandela, he will not be. Very, he was not very afraid of death, and and uh, Martin Luther King had no fear of death. Like he knew he was going to get killed within days, and he just kept it up. You know, they, they, you just lose your fear of death. Now, there's two reasons for that. One is you've already suffered so many mini deaths already, so it's like I'm already dead. You know, I'm already dead, and uh, and the and then the the other is that that the um, the other is that, that, think about it, if you never figured out what you were here for, and, and you never did it, because you don't even know what it is, so then dying is super scary, because like, what, you know, like, you don't want to die without having fulfilled your contribution to the planet, so that makes death particularly scary, and then there's the, then there's the, um, the people who have figured out what they're doing here, so you figured it out, and you're contributing, okay, so now you can die. And so I'm, I'm just trying to incentivize everybody that, that it's worth it to get busy with your contribution because, because you, you lose the biggest fear. I mean, it's the, they, they, have, they have a list of the most popular fears in the world, and, uh, and death's high on the list, you know. And it'd be, wouldn't it be nice to not be afraid to die anymore? 
So there's two ways to do that, have many mini-deaths through failure and rejection of having a contribution, and, and the other is to, to have, uh, is to so fulfill your contribution that you don't have to worry anymore about uh, Rachel, can you put your eyes right between the two cameras so everyone feels like I'm talking to them for a second? You mean right in this middle space right there. Why? Just for a few minutes. Just to put your... No, no, come over there. Put your eyes right between there so I can... Just ask my daughter to get me used to the spot right between... Yeah, right there. Straighten your face a little bit. Oh, thank you. Okay, great. So I'll speak right to you. That'll be good for both the Facebook and the Zoom. Um, by the way, I'm planning on launching a couple things. One is going to be only for possibly graduates. Um, I'm going to be launching a program for them, possibly graduates. And I might do some stuff for non-possibly graduates as well. That's going to be on my own private Zoom channel. Um, stay tuned for that. And, uh, and my new website's launched in honor of this period we're going through, which is rabbiyomtov.com. And I'm going to have a membership uh, program. Um, please join, be a member. And, uh, and I will, uh, that, that will uh, put you in a certain category in our relationship. Okay, so let's go back to contribution. When you, um, so what, is the, what does this have to do with the virus? Is that, well, part of the freaky thing about the virus is people, you know, are afraid of, of dying, you know? Even though we all know intellectually that, that the majority of people will, the majority of people wouldn't, probably wouldn't even notice they got it. Um, then there will be the other large amount of people who will have some symptoms that, you know, anyway, come up during the year. I mean, people get headaches, people get uh, low fevers, people get, uh, people can cough and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, you'll get through it. Um, but I think, uh, I think when we're falling asleep late at night and we're starting to think about respirators and stuff, so it's only when like you're completely undistracted. You know, and you start thinking about respirators and you're just like, I don't want to be on one of those things at all. And I don't want to die. And, um, and so, so that, that fear of death is something that, that I'm thinking we should take advantage of using, uh, using this, this like mini death experience of figuring out what you're here to contribute and then contributing it. You know, to create that mini death experience. So, um, let's talk a little bit, of, a little bit more about it. You know, last year, last year I won the Happiest Person in Jerusalem award. That was awarded to me by uh, one particular rabbi. Uh, it's a contest that doesn't actually exist, but but he. He created it just to let me know that I won it. So, so it was like I won happiest rabbi of Jerusalem award, and uh, and all he really wanted to do was tell me that I um, that he knows my secret. And I said, "Oh yeah, what's my secret?" He says, "He says you don't give a damn what anyone thinks about you. That's what, that's that's your secret. That's how you win the happiest person." And um, and it's not true. That's not what makes me happy. Um, I think what makes me happy, the fact that I don't give a darn about what people think of me too much is because, and listen carefully, is it's like a scale. Like I kind of weighed it out. You know, you got, you got like what people think of you and then you got your contribution. So like if all the weight's going on what people think of you 
at the expense of your contribution, which is like getting no weight, no time, and no, no emphasis, and no in investment, and, you know, if what's weighing down is what people think of you as opposed to um, your contribution. So, so that's the way life's going to work, and it's, that's the way it's going to look, and your fear of death is going to be way stronger because, you know, you, you, you don't want to die without your contribution, as we said. But the other thing is, is that you don't want to face your maker who's going to ask you those two questions. You know, the, he'll ask, were you Jewish? And you'll say like, Hava, Nagila, Hava, Nagila, Hava, Nagila, you know. And then he'll ask, were you Jewish? And you'll be like, ah, I, I forgot the Jewish part, meaning I forgot to contribute. I didn't really contribute. In, in You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.